invest more in those relationships that matter. They're doing $30 million today, growing about 50% year over year. They were doing about 20 million uh, just about 13, 14, 15 months ago, but it wasn't always easy. The company was launched back in 2007 with a $5 plan to help you back up everything you've got in the cloud. They have now 500,000 paying customers, paying five bucks a month. There's a big flood in Taiwan in 2012, or Thailand in 2012 that doubled the cost of uh, the product that they were buying from 200 bucks up to 400 bucks. So they said, you know what? We can't operate on a margin anywhere anymore. We've got to raise some money. They've raised 3 million bucks. So Pretty capital efficient. Economics are healthy. 10% gross logo churn annually over 100% net revenue retention with their team of 70 people based mainly in San Mateo. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Gleb Budman. He's the co-founder and CEO of a company called Backblaze, which he and his team grew to $20 million in revenue and profitability while building one of the largest and most efficient cost-efficient cloud storage systems on the planet. Previously, Gleb led two product teams from pre-funding through acquisition and founded three companies. Gleb, are you ready to take us to the top? You bet. Let's All right. It. Tell us about Backblaze. So what's the company do and how do you make money? So what we do is we provide cloud storage. And that obviously means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. The, the, what we started doing was very, very simple. We just backed up your laptop or desktop over the internet. It was five bucks a month. It's unlimited backup. We back up all the data on your computer. We back up your external hard drives. And the key thing there was to make it easy. Uh-huh. So when we, what we found was that even though backup options have existed forever, when we asked our friends and our family and our coworkers, what do you do for backup? The general answer was, eh, mm, eh, mm, well, you know, pray. Um, and so people are just constantly losing data and it's this painful process when they lose their photos or their tax documents or their business files. So we, we started with this, you enter an email address, a password, you click install, that's it. You're done. We back up everything. You never have to worry about it. And then if you need your data back, you can either download it, you can access it on your mobile device, or we'll actually FedEx you a hard drive with all of your data on it anywhere in the world. And then if you get that hard drive back to us, it was free to do. Oh, very cool. Okay. And what's the pricing model? Is it pure play SaaS? It's pure play SaaS. It's five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year, 95 for two years. And so that's what we do for both consumers and businesses. We back up laptops and desktops. And then to do that, we had to build all of our own cloud storage. And so people kept asking us for other things for storage. And so we actually introduced a, an offering where you can use storage for anything similar to an Amazon or Google or, or a Microsoft um, uh, offering, but one quarter of their price point. Okay. And, so, and you said, so you've, go ahead. Yeah. So you can use that for, for all sorts of things. You can, you can host your applications. You can uh, upload media to stream. You can um, back up and sync your NAS devices, your Synology boxes, all sorts of things. And you've said you've scaled it up to 20 million in ARR. Is that accurate today? 
Yeah, it's actually 30 million ARR today. Oh, so great. We're, okay. we're growing quick. Very good. So 30 million a day, that's about 2.5 million per month. And, and where were you about a year ago? So uh, we closed last year at 20 million in revenue. Okay, got it. So, so, so 2017 growth rate was about a, uh, what, 60, 70%? Uh, we're growing about 50% year on year. Yeah, 50% year over year. That's, that's great. Um, so walk me through more of like the growth strategy and let's start from the beginning. When did you launch the company? We launched the company 10 plus years ago in 2007. 2007. And where were you at that point? I mean, were you like a, were you like a broke college student and needed to do something? So you jumped into this or what were you doing before that? No, we actually, so five of us uh, started Backblaze together. We were, we all have actually worked together for about 20 years. So we did a company back in 99 during the first dot-com boom. It was a traditional venture-funded company. We built it. Um, it was bought by Excited Home at the time. Um, we worked there. Then we did another. Did that, did that deal make you guys rich or no? It was a bad 99 collapse kind of thing. Yeah, it, it, it was a great deal. Um, we, we started uh, and built this company. Uh, there were some other people that uh, were original founders there. Um, in nine months from the first round, the company got acquired for $120 million. Um, so How much have you raised? Uh, seven. Mm. So it was actually a great, um, quick uh, build. And, and, and I have and to ask this because it was 99. Were you post-revenue or pre-revenue? R- revenue? What's revenue? <laughs> you didn't have any revenue? No revenue, no customers. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hadn't launched yet. Um, so built a good team, built some good products and bought by uh, for a, a large chunk of change. Um, now, the problem was that Excited Home, even though they were a public company, um, ended up going out of business. Uh, most of us had shares in, in Excited uh, Home. Most of that deal was a stock deal? Yeah. I see. Um, so... Uh, it, you know, some people made money off it. Some people made uh, nothing off it. But the uh, that was the first uh, company. Then we did another company called Mail Frontier, which was an email security company. Which was again, it was a traditional venture fund company. Went through four rounds of funding. How much total raised? Twenty three and a half. And so we, that company was acquired in two thousand and six. We worked at the acquired company for about a year, and then the five of us decided to start Backblaze, we, and we did this one differently. So what we, we hold on before we get into Backblaze, what was the sale price in 06? Uh, about 30 mil. Okay. So as that one was about flat, assuming one exclamation preference, that one, that one, you guys made some money, but not, not fly around on no. a private jet money. Definitely no private jet. All right. So Backblaze <laughs> is your jet money. That's what we're building today. <laughs> so the, um, so we decided to do Backblaze differently. We, Instead of raising funding from the beginning, we, five of us actually quit our jobs. We committed to each other for one year, no salary, put a little bit of money into the company. And What's a little bit? How much? It was a couple hundred K total between all of us. Okay. Um, so really not, I mean, not a lot. And the, uh, the idea was that if you try to raise funding from the very beginning, one is you end up giving away a lot of the company. You spend a ton of time trying to raise funding. Um, you, you end up giving away control as well, well as dilution. And you start building a culture which uh, ties yourself to raising funding all the time. Yep. And what we really wanted to do was build a culture where people all felt like we need to build a business where each customer matters, revenue from customer matters, margin matters, and, you, and it's a real business. And so, so what have you raised to date? Still bootstrapped? 
Mostly. So we've raised a total of three million. Okay, that's fair. And, and so you're trying really hard to hold out, but something gave way. You had to raise a couple million. When was that? What year and why'd you raise? So we went for one year with no salary, put a little bit of money in, no raise. We And then we decided that every half year we would meet as a management team and talk about whether we should raise. Our, our business is, is very capital intensive. Um, we, we have to buy storage servers and hard drives for all of our customer data. And at, at this point, we are storing about half as much data as Dropbox. So it's, it's a huge amount of infrastructure. And so we have to pay for that somehow. And so we, we raised a small 350K round uh, in 2009 from friend and family angel type people, including the co-founder of VMware, um, the head of AdWords engineering at Google, um, some other friends and family. And that was the only funding for the first five years of the company. In 2012, we decided to raise around, uh, we took two and a half million into the company and from a company called TMT Investments. And the reasons we did that were a couple fold. Uh, one was that um, at that point, the company was doing millions in revenue, had a, a lot of customers that depended on us, and we were still operating in much of the same way that we had originally, which is spending every single dollar that came in on either servers or salaries. And so we had no money in the bank account at any given time. And the thing that came closest to putting us out of business in all 10 years was actually a flood in Thailand, which was not anywhere on anyone's radar screen. So what happened? So what happened was it turns out that, uh, half of the world's hard drives were made in Thailand. And when that flood hit, all of a sudden the, uh, the global supply of hard drives dried up. It became very, very expensive to buy hard drives. And so all of a sudden we're buying a thousand drives a month and our price doubles. What and was the price of a hard drive before the flood? So call it 200 bucks. And after uh, 400? Yeah. So you know, you're looking at spending an extra 200 grand a month in cash um, to support the business. So you're buying a thousand. We're buying about a thousand. Yeah. And so it's, it, it's a lot of money all of a sudden to come up with. And, and we just felt like we were running it a little too close, uh, to the, to, uh, to yep. um, the, the, the amount. So we wanted to raise a little bit of money to put some money on the balance sheet. We also wanted to try to run some marketing experiments. We had grown completely organically up until that point. What's your, what's um, your cap today? What are you spending to acquire customers? So it depends on the product line, but in rough numbers, we'll, we'll spend about somewhere between uh, six and 12 months worth of revenue to acquire a customer. Okay. So if it's five bucks a month, you're spending, call it anywhere up to maybe 60 bucks to buy to acquire them. If it's a computer backup customer. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And a cheaper customer might be, you know, oh, okay. Wait, I guess five times. Yeah. yeah I mean, so if it's six months, obviously it's 30 bucks. That's, that's, you're talking about your lower ARPU customers. Yeah, and and on the B two side, the cloud storage side, um, that one is completely um, usage dependent. So some people, uh, so you can use B two for free. We'll give you ten gigabytes. You can just use it for free as long as you want. And so for the, for that service, it scales. You know, some people use it for free, and some people pay us a hundred grand a year. 
If you guys are like me, it was quite a shock to me when I was building my first company, Heyo, and we reached like 10, 11, 12 people. And all of a sudden I'm going, wait, why am I getting notices from all these states? And that's because I had to file payroll and stuff in these states as we started hiring people from remote locations. It was the biggest pain in the, in the butt. I hated the paperwork. I hated the payroll. And so now today when I'm launching new companies, hiring new remote employees, I use a company called Gusto. It's very simple. Payroll benefits and HR for modern small businesses. What I like most, and I've timed this, it takes about seven minutes on average for my folks to run payroll. It's got fast, easy to run payroll, including W-2s and 1099s. I love that they have health benefits and 401ks all built in for nearly any budget. So you kind of just pick what you want. And they've got expert HR support just to call away. So you don't have to hire you know, HR people in-house. But most importantly, it frees up my time. So I can go back to my Monday.com Kanban board print, uh, you know, plan the next sprint, you know, put the next spec out on the line and talk to three more customers. So if you want more effective payroll, you know, a lot of people change payroll providers at the end of the year. Now is really the best time to switch. So listeners of the podcast, you can go to nathanlacka.com forward slash gusto to try a demo and test it out. Again, that's nathanlacka.com forward slash gusto, and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. All right. I'll see you there. What's the customer count today? How many? Uh, they're about half a million. Yeah. 500,000 times five bucks is about 2.5 million a month or 30 million in ARR. That's where you get that? In rough numbers. Yep. Tell me about churn. So on the so in general, um, you probably know this, but consumers in general on SaaS services tend to trend the highest and businesses churn at a, at a much lower rate and, and larger businesses churn at an even lower rate. Our consumers churn at only about 10% a year. Um, which That's is gross a, logo churn? Uh, gross individual customer churn. But, so, but, it, but you're not adding up the revenue. That's just logos. It's a number of logos, not dollars. Exactly. And so, so revenue uh, on the business backup side is actually increases, doesn't not decrease. Uh, so we, we make more money from, new, from customers that add more licenses than we churn from. Yeah. from so, so, what's, so what's net revenue retention across your entire base each year? It's you over know, 100. I don't, I don't actually have that uh, at, at my fingertips. Because okay. uh, we kind of do different things for different product lines. But it's over 100. Yeah. Okay, very good. And then um, in terms of, uh, obviously, you talked about payback period and kind of your propensity there. Um, lifetime value is always tricky. Do you use lifetime value at all to guide your decision making? So we do for the business backup computer backup, uh, a consumer computer backup side of things. So in, in rough numbers, a, a consumer is worth about um, $400 in lifetime revenue to us. Um, and on the business side, it just depends how many licenses they sign up or how much storage they decide to purchase from us. Yep. Makes sense. Let's wrap up here. Uh, some team questions. How many folks on the team today? They're about 70, 70. And where's everybody based? People are based mostly in headquarters in San Mateo, California, uh, though we have uh, a number of people near our data centers out in Sacramento and in Phoenix, Arizona. And then we have a, a smattering around other places. I actually want to ask one last question. I think it's important. You guys put off raising any significant capital for as long as you possibly could, which ideally gave you should have given you leverage in terms of, you know, getting less dilution when you did raise. Are you comfortable sharing when you raise that 2.5? What valuation were you able to raise at back? I guess it was in 2012. So in 2012, um, it was about a 25 million valuation. Pre or post? Mm, I think that was pre. 
So supreme money. Then I'm slightly fuzzy at this moment. That's okay. So yeah, twenty five pre, twenty seven point five post, two point five million raised. Look, that's really healthy, right? So you're only selling ten percent of the company. That's not a ton. Of, although you have five people, so that's you're already kind of diluted. But it sounds like it's a rock star team. Yeah, it's a, it's a great team, and we and every single person that started with us ten years ago is still here today. So that's amazing. Uh, it's 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 been a good uh, a good group. All right, Gleb, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? So one that I really liked that I recently read was called Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Yep, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, red cover, good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? There is a CEO that I'm a huge fan of. His name is Tim Eads. Um, he's not famous. He doesn't write business books or anything, but he's an amazing CEO. CEO of which company? Um, so he's done a few. Uh, his current one is V Armor. V armor. Very good. Number three, is there a favorite online tool that you have for building your business? A uh, favorite online tool for building the business. You know, I have to say that, I, uh, Google sheets. Okay. <laughs> Revolutionary stuff here, glove. Thanks for that answer. All right. <laughs> not, not number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I actually sleep okay. I get about seven, seven and a half hours of sleep. Um, I, we, uh, my, uh, my wife's actually incredibly helpful in, in, in allowing that to happen. So married and how many kids? Two. Two. Okay. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 44. 44. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? My 20-year-old self? You know what I really wish that, uh, that I knew was to, to be more conscientious about both um, – about, about friends and, and coworkers. So, um, I, I'm, I'm generally a friendly person. I'm, and, and if people are friendly, I'm, I'm friendly with them. Um, but I, you know, there, I, I wish that I had been more specific about, um, the people that I really liked and that, that, um, felt like they were just great people, um, in, uh, more consciously investing in those relationships. Guys, there you have it. Invest more in those relationships that matter. They're doing $30 million today, growing about 50% year over year. They were doing about 20 million, uh, just about 13, 14, 15 months ago, but it wasn't always easy. The company was launched back in 2007 with a $5 plan to help you back up everything you've got in the cloud. They have now 500,000 paying customers paying five bucks a month. There's a big flood in Taiwan in 2012 or Thailand in 2012 that doubled the cost of, uh, the product that they were buying from 200 bucks up to 400 bucks. So they said, you know what? We can't operate on a margin anywhere anymore. We've got to raise some money. They've raised 3 million bucks. So pretty capital efficient economics are healthy. 10% gross logo churn annually over hundred percent net revenue retention with their team of 70 people based mainly in San Mateo. Gleb, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot. Good chat with you.